Beers with Daves. Alrighty. Send us away, Dave. Hey, Dave. Do you want a beer? Absolutely. What do we got today? We have Erdinger. I don't know. Do you know what that? We have a Dunkel. I don't even know what that says. Yeah, I want that one, though. I haven't tried it yet. Oh, I'm so happy you said that because I love this one. You know these aren't twist tops, right? I know. I got one. Oh, you're so good. Hook us up. Do we do our intro video yet, or does that stop? That, I'm actually doing that at the beginning. So for all the listeners, uh, <laughs> you've already heard the intro. Can you give us a little hint of what it sounded like? Uh, beers with Dave's. <laughs> It has a little clinging to the glasses. Um, so yeah, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, my name's Dave. This is also Dave. I'm Dave. Uh, we're both uh, professionals in the in the financial services industry, and uh, we do this just because uh, we uh, we want to, and it's one of our hobbies, which we'll we'll get into today. Um, but we want to make this a little bit of a thing. So our plan is to come here and do this every week. We're going to slowly improve the lighting, the setup. We're going to have a new podcast studio next week which will be fun hopefully next week um and uh, slowly and surely improve the way we do things which yeah. will be why are we why are we take are taking this so seriously i really don't we know we don't know if we <laughs> just put this effort into our jobs it'd be much better off for our families uh yeah yeah uh, i'm still wearing the same shirt uh, <laughs> so that's uh, something that we've noted and um we're on, uh, we've released the audio version of this podcast, um, which we are releasing before the video version, just because I think it takes a special someone to listen to audio without any video for an hour. Yesterday, um, I actually had to watch a YouTube video, but I just had the video playing in my pocket because I just wanted the audio. Oh, really? You want the audio? Yeah, because I was trying to cut down a tree. Okay. And Joe Rogan was inter- uh, inter- uh, interviewing Travis Barker from Blink-182. Okay. Yeah. We need to get cool mugs. But then we can't talk about the thing. I guess we yeah, pour we it can. in. Yeah, we can pour it in. We can talk about it. All right, let's talk about the beer for a second. All righty. So Erdinger, just so everybody knows, is uh, my absolute favorite manufacturer of beer. Uh, I think they're fantastic. I've loved them for years. Um, the Weiss beer is by far my my favorite one. Um, yeah. The one that I have right now, so I got, the reason I own this is somebody gave me like a Christmas set. And it was all different types of Erdingers. And I don't know what this one is, but it tastes really hoppy. It's not good. You don't like hops, do you? No. I got no hops. You should see me when I played basketball. My dad was the coach for a while, and he constantly said, a jump what shot. What conversation are we having? We're talking about hops and a beer, and you're like, yeah, I'm not good at basketball. Because I have hops. My hops. My jumping ability. You're, oh, you're that jumping. That was a pretty good transition. No, basketball players don't hop. Yeah, well... You can say whatever they want. No, they say they jump. They leap. Well, I didn't leap. No, me either, man. My dad constantly told me that a jump shot is called a jump shot because you're supposed to jump. And did you notice it's not called a a hop jump? (laughs) You mean a hop shot? A hop shot, sorry. (laughs) It's not called a hop jump either. No, it's not. (laughs) Um, Hey, yeah, we also got to do it. So audio version of the podcast is available pretty much anywhere. We're hosting it on Anchor. Uh, so uh, just to check it out, make sure you listen to it, like and subscribe to the channel. What other things do we got to talk about? Uh, you said that the audio's out. My mom said she had trouble listening to it on the radio. Yeah. How do, how do we help her out? We, I don't think. I think your your mother's too far gone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, we get one of those Google Homes. Play beer with Dave. I yeah. bet that would work. Because mine's set up to Spotify. So are you just gonna have the Google Home in her car? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Plugged into an extension cord. She could only go so far. Yeah, yeah. 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 She, no, I just tell her when she wants to listen to it, she can listen in the car in her driveway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tell her broadcast from her house. <laughs> and then it only goes so far, right? Yeah, yeah. That'd be good. That'd be really good. What are our topics? So today what we're going to talk about is the concept of effort versus reward. We're going to talk about our hobbies, and I know we've talked a little bit about these before, but we'll expand on them. Dave wanted to talk about his favorite desserts and favorite chocolate bars. I don't know why, but whatever. And uh, the young us, yeah, because it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> mine's going to be ice cream because it's cool. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm not great at puns. Is it called a pun? 
play on words button yeah yeah okay cool uh and then the young us versus the old us which i think is really interesting because i actually think this very often it's also going to be funny because we're both under 30 so the young us versus the new us um it's going to be probably funny to some people yeah but i feel like uh 19 year old 20 year old dave or even 24 year old dave versus now is quite different oh yeah yeah i have a beard yeah you didn't have a beard yeah it's yeah. the only difference yeah yeah you got a haircut today i bet you four years ago today you did not get a haircut yeah L- luckily because of facebook memories i can prove you wrong really no okay i don't take many photos <laughs> the only memories i get is what my <laughs> wife takes me yeah yeah all right so which one are we starting with uh i think we just start at the top of the list so effort versus reward i think that's super interesting so how about you preface the topic and we'll dive into it okay so the the theory is um some people want to do things like manual labor or they want to train someone or mentor someone or volunteer they want to do something and they find the act of actually doing it itself rewarding versus the outcome Okay. So I um, let's just, I'm just going to talk about building a shed. I recently sure. built a shed. So the reward of owning a shed at the end versus building it and the process and enjoying it. Some people actually enjoy the process of building it, uh, and that's a huge part of it. Versus someone that would just prefer to pay someone to build a shed, and then that's the outcome of just owning it. So I guess the so you know what I'm gonna. I'm just going to be really honest with you. When I wrote this, it had nothing to do with any of what you just said. Well, what did you think? It had this whole concept of working smarter, not harder. Yeah, but that ties into it. Okay, then keep going. That, that definitely I'm ties into it. I'm sorry for interrupting it. you. Go ahead. Because it's whether or not... Keep, keep on your stupid point. Let's go. Okay. So sorry my example wasn't perfect. <laughs> but the concept <laughs> is... Um, <laughs> you ruined me. <laughs> the concept is... Uh, are you someone that's looking for the actual outcome? You just want it done. You want the thing, or is the processes of doing it part of it? Like a road trip, for instance. Sure. You want to go to Vancouver. Uh, is your goal just to be in Vancouver as quickly as possible, or is driving or taking a train or the like? Is the process, even though it might be more complicated, part of the fun? You're kind of losing me, but you're right. You're not wrong. Okay, you can't say I'm losing you, and then you're not right, and you're not wrong. Yeah, you're losing me towards the topic. How's the topic? The topic is effort versus reward. How much effort you put in versus the reward you get. Exactly. It's not talking about building a shed or okay, driving we're talking to Vancouver. About what, okay, but I'm considering what the reward is. Okay, yeah. How much effort is involved to actually achieve something? I think is a very highly misjudged thing. Yeah, but some people enjoy the effort. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. That's what, that was my, my thing I was talking about. And I think some people don't enjoy the effort, and then they never do it, meaning they never get the reward. But is the reward as rewarding if you... I'll do an example. Okay, do an example. Okay. My wife and I built our house. We bought the land. We, it's all from scratch. Every single plant, every single grass, everything I put there. Um, versus I just buy a house, and it's all there. Just to be clear, transplanting grass blades... Tedious work. I know. It took me. Yeah. I had to. You're not even done. No. I've seen the end of your driveway. Yeah. Yeah. It's very time consuming. Yeah. And they, sometimes they don't take. No. Yeah. That dog Bogart. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you look at that. Uh, you look at everything I put in there. I have a story behind it. I have a memory behind it. Yeah. Versus just buying that house. Yeah. So from, from your perspective, do you think that the effort you're putting into something is some of the enjoyment of what oh. you're getting, or is it just a thing? Yeah, it's totally. Okay, I, now I get you. That was the biggest, longest route to, to get where we needed to go. But it's because yeah. you don't pay attention. You tune out. You're paying attention to how the audio is. Yeah, I'm paying attention to the audio, so I got an email. And <laughs> you got an email. <laughs> you can't blame me. Yes, I can. <laughs> All right, just cut out the whole shed. No, 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 the no, whole no, flight. no, 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 no. We're not cutting out anything, okay? Um, I think that... Um, I think you're. I think you're entirely right. I think people appreciate the rewards more when they've actually efforted and and, and done it themselves. Right? Um, you know, it ties into a, a whole bigger thing. You know, um, say for example, you know, you're saving for a trip, for example, right? And you spent two years saving for a trip. Do you not think you're going to enjoy that trip more 
after you've saved for two years, thought about it for two years, or if you know you have a family member that just gives you the money and then you go. I don't think I don't think you'd appreciate it the same way because the sacrifices that you made, the effort that you put in to achieve it, weren't the same. And it's not on everything either. Like I. I recently, I have a hobby farm and I found someone local that's willing to help on the hobby farm and they help clean it out and they help cut my grass. And I've actually had quite a few people make fun of me for it. Uh, just why don't you just do it yourself? And I think I'm the only one that hasn't. Yeah. I think so. But that's the thing. It's just the pro- I, sometimes I, I kind of get stuck in the mindset that you always have to do it all yourself. Um, but some, not all outcomes are the same. It's it's uh it, it's it's really interesting. Yeah, there we go again. Um, I find that a lot of people really really don't value their time, and, and I gotta say that this conversation is is kind of a tough one to to have because obviously there's some people out there that don't necessarily make as much money or, or make good wage, and, and they have to really start focusing on on where they spend their money and all this type of stuff, right? Um, so it's really hard to, to come to this conclusion, but. I think the principles are there. Yeah, absolutely, right? Like, I know for myself, uh, a big point of contention in the household is just general, like, you know, sweeping the floor and who's going to clean the bathroom and all this type of stuff, right? The question is, is it worth the fight every few days or is it worth just, you know, hiring a cleaner for, you know, 100 bucks a month to come in every two weeks just to make sure that the bulk of it ends up getting done? You know what I mean? Yeah, but I, I think you get then used to that, and then oh yeah, my wife's spoiled. My wife's spoiled. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy we finally came to that conclusion. It took three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the podcast's over. We've uh, we've solved our life. This is going to be uh, like going to see a psychiatrist. When it, when it, to tie back into where you said it's more relevant for people that might have more luxury with funds or things like that. I, I don't think that, I think it's, I was when you're talking, looking at timing, like, um, well, sorry. I was talking more about what I was just about to say. I actually think that it is more impactful and more meaningful for someone to put in a ton of effort when they necessarily don't have the means because the reward is going to be that much greater relative to their situation, of course, right? Like somebody that, that, you know, goes to work and puts in hard, long hours, um, you know, gets to a point where they've they've built up goodwill, they get promoted, they make more money, they find a better job. You know, you can really put that effort and hard work into improving your situation far more than than somebody making, you know, 70, 80, 90k a year. They can still do the same thing, but the impact of that increase is going to be far less substantial or meaningful than, you know, somebody that's making 30 grand a year. But when it comes to what you want to put your effort into, I sure. think it depends on what the alternative is. Yeah, I think if you, I think if you pay someone, I, I, I think me and you have disagree on this a little bit. Okay, um, let's hear it. What do we disagree on? So if I pay someone to mow my lawn, yes. and in the process, I am doing some another activity. So yesterday, sure. somebody was helping uh, my property, and I finished uh, roofing my shit. Yep. Uh, for that, I got more done in the time frame. So I kind of checked that off, um, and then I actually was off at a. a Quicker time, and I spent more time with my family. Sure. So the the trade off there was I didn't have to mow my lawn, so I got to watch the Wiggles with my kid. Sure. And I got something else done. Yeah, absolutely. Versus, I think, in my opinion, if I paid someone to mow my lawn, and then I paid someone to finish roofing my shed, and then I played video games in my basement, I don't think I think I would wouldn't feel as rewarded. And I and it's funny for me because I actually really enjoy video games, but I found consciously. I don't get relaxed by video games. Really? Yeah. Fascinating. Like I, Are you like a I, monster? I, I picked up uh, forging, and they go up there, and you. Make and what's the name of your forging channel? Forge Brothers. Yeah, it's not up yet, but it will be. Yeah, stay tuned. Yeah. Um, Going to be lots of exciting content. I'll make a beer opener at some. Point. They make chastity belts. Yeah, and cages. And cages. <laughs> 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 and little promise rings. Yes. Um, the, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The I had uh, so much fun making something from there versus uh, playing video games. I think I just lay there. I'm sure. just kind of in this deadened state. Especially what like the last video game I played was more Mortal Kombat because there's because there's nothing to gain. This is no. the thing, right? Is that like a video and 
I, I, I love video games. Yeah, video, yeah. video games are super fun. And I, I, I don't go nearly in, in depth as, as you do, not necessarily in the quantity of time um, necessarily played, but in terms of like you'll like 100% complete a game and I'll spend an hour and like that's it, right? But that's how silly I have to be with video games. I have to have a task. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, think you're, I think the difference is though is that you enjoy the forging. You enjoy putting the roof because it's something that you're, you're doing. I think it'd be very different. Like if you enjoyed mowing the lawn, you would want to do that. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like we're getting a little away from the, the topic, but I completely agree. And just as an FYI, I hired a lawn, mow person, lawn mowing person this morning. So my lawn mowing and whippersnipping is going to get done every two weeks. Oh, I get mine every week, bud. Yeah. Yeah. The person that does mine said, uh, can you buy some grass seed? And I said, uh, sure. And they're like, yeah, I'm going to cut your lawn. I like it to at least look good. <laughs> that's uh <laughs> that's good though man i was like all right i'll get your lawn seed yeah do they live close to dartmouth no 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 man I think they're working maybe yeah i need uh anyway so i got someone coming out every two weeks probably not enough but again I, i'm trying to it's fine yeah. i'm trying to and i i think that we're probably very similar in this i i feel like you have very very fixed boundaries to your work in your in your personal life um nothing wrong with it i just think you you have very fixed times where i don't necessarily have those fixed times i'm working all the time right if if something happens i need to deal with it i need to deal with it i'm not going to ignore someone's calls two days in a row all the time i'm not going to do that to somebody because that'd be mean uh <laughs> is that me <laughs> yeah that was you you did, no. that, you did that monday and tuesday this week it was really hurtful <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was talking to my real client. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, you have very fixed boundaries and, and, and guidelines. Um, I even have set relax time. Yeah. <laughs> just, fucked up life. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, uh, I think there does come a time where you have to think about how you want to live life, right? So... You know, I have. I've been thinking about that recently. Yeah, right. You have COVID has really made me think. Put the the fear in you. No, but it made me work from home in a lesser capacity. Like um, I was still, my business wasn't nearly as affected as other people were, but there was still a lesser capacity. People didn't expect you to get back to them as quickly. People didn't want to meet you in person. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, So. It was. I was working from home. I was spending more time with my family, and I really enjoyed it. Um, which was just a. It's not to say that I, w- I didn't think I would enjoy it. Sure. Um, but I was very used to um, going to the office, doing full days, uh, and then come home, and then try to separate the best you can. Yeah. Um, sorry, I feel like I hear cracking, creaking. I can hear it too. Does that make you furious? Yeah, <laughs> on the inside. Anyway, I, I completely agree with you. It's it's I I, I don't set those boundaries because um, I thoroughly enjoy working. Like for me to you know eight o'clock rolls around and I I go and answer a bunch of emails like that makes me feel good. Makes me feel accomplished, right? Um, so I, I don't I don't set it, but at the same time, what was ended up happening was okay, you know eight o'clock rolls around and okay, well there's shit to do. Right, so how can I eliminate that stuff to do more about what I enjoy with and, and ultimately live a more fulfilling life, right? I think it's our spouses a little bit too. Oh, oh, hands down, man. Yeah. I think we would both be living in the smallest little... My spouse wants to be around me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And yours is yours. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and just put the record... Uh, Robin's fantastic. I just know that Robin may listen to this, and I, it brings me a lot of enjoyment. <laughs> to give her a little bit of shit. Yeah, you should have heard what Dave said earlier about my wife. It's a little not nice to say here. Not in a bad way. Just not in a great way either. <laughs> <laughs> it was a compliment, I think. Yeah, sure. Anyways, um, how was your beer? Really good, yeah. I feel like Erdinger, though, has to be drank from a glass. Okay. All right. So, okay. That's it. Sorry. Next time, I will not throw the conversation into your court. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dave, uh, how you doing today? Good. <laughs> no, it's always excellent. Mm-hmm. Type, 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 type. 
And yep. then you look at me and you go, get the fuck out. That sometimes happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you know what it is? And then though? another thing you do, hold on. I will leave your office. You go, no, Dave, come here. Come yeah, here. You know what, though? That's a game I've been playing. <laughs> Christy's noticed it, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People will be about to leave and I'll be like, nah, come look at this. And they'll be like, I literally just got the fuck out of my chair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It's just. It's because uh, you reacted to the physical cue. You're like, oh, yeah, I was talking. It, to it you. is, oh, yeah. yeah. What, I think what did is. I want to talk to you about again? Oh, yeah, I had a thing. Come yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. wait, let me just look at this email. You know what else, though, that, that, that causes this a little bit? And it just happened to me earlier. I got a phone call. Uh, then I had to make a call. During that phone call, I got another call. I got off that call. Not 20 seconds later, another call. Then I've got somebody coming into my office. And I had like a micro emergency I had to deal with, right? Um, then somebody comes into my office and they start just shooting the shit about nothing. Was right? that me? No, it wasn't you. Okay. <laughs> but it often is. <laughs> All right. And I'm like, I got to get this done. Like, I just got to do this because I have this big problem where I have the best memory ever. For 15 minutes. Okay. <laughs> I'm uh, the same way. All right. And in uh, that and 15 minutes. I trick minutes, myself all the time. Oh, yeah. I go, but... oh, I'll remember that. Phone call tomorrow morning, <laughs> 9 o'clock, first thing in the morning. No problem. <laughs> yeah, right? So I'm like, I got to get this out of my brain, into an email, into my note system, like whatever it is. I just got to get it done. And then just these things just keep bombarding me. And so I told the team, I said, okay, everybody, listen, you guys have half hour with me every day. You can come and just talk to me. And you got to answer all your questions there. So I was thinking, okay, I'm going to condense all of those like little interruptions into one period. No, no, not at That's all. Because people won't be prepared for the meeting. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, so you guys oh, are listening. What? Get prepared for the fucking meeting. <laughs> okay, it's no joke. Yeah, but how much of your? You say that there's no separation the same way. Mm-hmm. How much of that is um, just an obsessive personality? I think all of it. Yeah. I think I've always been the type of person that once I start doing something, I just do it, do it, do it, do it, especially if I succeed at it, right? Yeah, um, we, we, we don't – I think I'm also obsessive, but I, I, I'm i a little bit more scattered. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it took me a lot longer to succeed. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, you committed though, but you <laughs> you stuck to it. I, I but, but on that note though, just a little bit about what I think is the right thing to do and what you think is the right thing to do. When you look at what made me succeed in my career, I had to give up being a volunteer firefighter. Um, I had to commit to things. It took I had, you a long time to do that, though. Yeah, yeah, but I, I had to take off some of the distractions. Of course. To do it. So Absolutely. it's not that I think I can do 100 things at once. I don't. Um, I get excited about a bunch of little stuff. In it, but And you know what? That's, that's really true. I... I feel like we do a lot of little things all the time, but they're very focused into, you know, like real estate or business or whatever it is, right? And, and you know, most recently we had an idea for this podcast, actually, which is going to be interesting. I'm not going to ex- disclose anything now. Uh, my immediate reaction is like, I've got way too much shit on my plate to begin with. And then Dave's like, oh, yeah, yeah. The fuck? Uh, <laughs> why are you wanting to do it? He's really mean to me, by the way. I'm No, 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 no. I am. Just so you know, I hope. Dave's parents are watching this to know what type of guy Dave really is. Dave called me every morning just to tell me to get up and work and to shame me every morning. So whenever there's a little opportunity that I catch Dave, I'm up <laughs> earlier than Dave. I'm at the office before Dave. Um, Dave takes a half a day off because of like a doctor's appointment. <laughs> I like to capitalize on that. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, on a different random note, my wife did message me before this, okay. and she says that uh, she thinks you look like Adam Sandler. That I look like Adam Sandler? Yeah, and I don't see it at all. No, not at all. No. Was she watching these? I don't know why. Did it was completely out of the blue. I didn't talk, like, we weren't talking about you, so clearly she's she just, was dreaming about She's me. looking at you on Facebook. <laughs> she's dreaming about me, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So his, his nickname's The Sandman. What's yours? Not The Sandman. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Anyway, so effort versus reward. I, I uh, the reason why I put this in here is that I, I I thought it would be an interesting conversation to have about the amount of. effort. But then you listen to what I thought I was going to talk about. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking garbage. Okay, <laughs> just just a waste of time. We did, we've been on here for twenty five minutes and we haven't gotten anywhere. Okay, okay? Well, tell your thing. Okay, my thing is that I think that people um, expect the amount of effort they have to put into something to be far less than what they actually have to put into something for them to achieve it. 
I, I agree. And I think that if people put in, in some situ- put them in other situations, people like to do it the hard way because they think I it's cheaper. You're right. I, I, I we've had this conversation in business all the time, right? Like you know, people start up a new business, and usually this is like a self-employed commission type, you know, solopreneur type operation, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm going to spend all this time developing." You know, these fancy systems, these email campaigns. I'm going to do my social media up to the nines. And then it just is garbage because they don't have any clients. So who are they trying to impress? When they could just go and get the clients and then focus on all that stuff afterwards. That's a, it's scary um, putting yourself out there. That's the biggest thing when I talk to other entrepreneurs. What's the scariest thing for them? And it's putting yourself out there. So that's the... It is. It feels safer to put money into a web page and a social media thing, and then take photos than it is to walk into an office somewhere and say, "Hey, my name's Jack. Love to work with you." Yeah, but my point is that most people spend so much freaking time on their website than they do going in somewhere. Or yeah, maybe that's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm okay, just saying sorry. that's that's the scariest thing for them. Um, and let's talk about my job a little bit. Sure. Um, that was exactly me. I didn't want to make the call. I didn't want to do the drop-in until that was no longer the scariest thing. The scariest thing for me was I might lose my house. Yeah. I need to be able to pay my bills. I got a family. I got a son coming. Sure. And then w- I started doing drop-ins. I started talking to people. I started networking more. I got a coach. I, I did all the things that I thought was a scary. A coach or a coach? I have a, a, a coach in my office that I lay on and then I have a, a business coach. So when you guys uh, do your coaching sessions, do you lay on the couch like they do in the movies? Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Jeff feeds me grapes. <laughs> That's good, man. <laughs> Those who don't know, Jeff's a great guy. It if you ever need amazing. a coach, uh, let me know and I can introduce you. Yeah, and he does not feed you grapes. He probably will. No, I probably No, I don't. No. No. <laughs> he probably wouldn't. <laughs> anyway, I, yeah, I, I, I completely agree and I know that you've seen pretty significant results and returns in your business since changing things up. Yeah, but it was stuff that literally cost nothing. Yeah, this and, and this is what I think that a lot of people don't realize is that you know, if if you look at here's what I think, you know, everybody looks up to the most successful people in the world and they go what do they do, you know? And so they look up to like the freaking Bill Gates and they look up to, you know, Jeff Warren Bezos Buffett. and Warren Buffett and they, you know, in in smaller industry like Dave Mortgage Broker, you know, he's looking up to Oh uh Ty Lopez, your Ty, favorite. Ty Lopez, my favorite, not my favorite, just so you know. Um, but looking up to these His people. Second favorite. And then they're always yeah, absolutely <laughs> my second favorite. Uh, <laughs> uh always looking up to these people. Uh and they're trying to emulate what they do. Uh but I think the biggest problem is that people don't emulate what they say they did to become successful. You know what I mean? Well, that's like I have other uh, mortgage professionals message me, and they go, "What do you do on Facebook? Uh, what do you do to on your ads?" Yeah, and I go, "This is roughly it." But to be very clear, what I get my business from is not. This is not my primary source. No, absolutely not. My primary source is people. Yeah. Um. So the coffees and the drop-ins and the. Yeah, absolutely. It's just stuff. it's just talking with people, right? Yeah. yeah. Half but, of half of our business too is organic word of mouth referrals. Yeah, and a lot of my networking isn't more than a coffee. So yeah. as far as the cost, five bucks. You want to buy their coffee, five bucks. Sure. You want to buy them a little bagel, ten bucks. Versus what people I think think they need is the fancy dinners, the fancy lunches, wearing the suit. Do you get it all? You spend no one hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, but this is it's a generation difference. This is what I what I thought business was with my father. My father wore a tie to work. Everything was professional. He your took dad's all. line of work was a little different, though. Yeah, yeah, but not when you look at his same industry now. Sure. Yeah, you're very correct. There. So he's yes. taking people to high end restaurants, and everything was high end and fancy. Yeah, and that's not what I got business from. What I got business from was being like, "Hey, I own a goat. Why don't you take me to high end restaurants?" Um. I like when you pay. I know you do. <laughs> I know. I know. Also, when would you ever want to have supper with me? Tonight. You like to go home? Tonight. I'm busy. Let's Remember, go to the bicycle thief. I have time. I think there's time on my schedule August 17th. August 17th? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are we going somewhere than the 17th? Uh, I don't know. I'll check with Robin to see your schedule first, <laughs> yeah, and I'll please. tell you when I'm available. Okay. I'll take you into that uh, high good. end. So... You, so you know what's better than high end? Uh, 
Um, the Ultra ca- end. The casino has his buffet. <laughs> We're for not going to the casino <laughs> for a buffet. <laughs> oh my god! Alrighty, okay, we've done. We've 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 really haven't touched on the subject at all because Dave went off on the left field. All right, but... let me just do a quick cap on it. Okay. Okay. Uh, as far as uh, reward and effort, yeah, it's whether or not you're passionate about it. And I think that there's a little bit of a culture thing. Like me personally, I find it weird. Um paying someone to mow my lawn because my family was always, you do it yourself. You learn how to do everything yourself. You don't ask for help. Um, this is a problem. You listen to your family too much. Oh, but my family's what shaped me. So you can't deny that part of sure. what I was grown up with. Sure. Um, how do you explain this then? You? By this, I mean me. Um, I don't know. You just had probably more nonchalant parents when it came to things like that. Different values. My parents' values were very much like uh, it was, it was weird values because it was. I don't, I don't know, man. Like you've 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 met my father. You you met my family. Uh, my I was raised in a very strict household. I don't think in the same type of strict as you. I think it's different. I think the religion bit. component changes things. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's yeah. this element of someone's always watching, and you're you're doing the wrong thing. Yeah, <laughs> that you grow up with. <laughs> yeah alright let's talk about that you want to talk about that are you sure. cool talking about that yeah, I think this is an interesting conversation we have this conversation a lot uh, so for those of you who don't know I am the most unreligious person in the world um, I uh, not necessarily that I don't believe in anything I just don't believe in the traditional quote unquote God uh, uh, there has to be something more has to be because at a certain point you can't explain stuff uh, that I just don't fall into the the typical religious beliefs mm-hmm. and dave uh i grew up in a christian household my grandfather was a minister um i feel quite confident in in my belief system there yeah. um i f- see some some flaws in the way that it's kind of operated sure um, because of the pope isn't it but on a bare bones basis i could agree with it yeah um but there's yeah it's 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 shaped me yeah, there's also very deliberate parts that I'm I'm not a fan of, and I want to be as a father, making sure I don't permit. And one of those is the shame factor. There's this big shame. Everything you do is shame. You want to drink shame. <laughs> <laughs> you think women are attractive? Shame. Yeah. You think men's attractive? A lot of shame. <laughs> a lot of shame. <laughs> so there's this. There's that side of it, which I think is. Um, I uh, I've grown up most of my life. I seeked, I do less now, but it's still part of me. I seek validation yeah. for accomplishing things because I don't think what I do is ever good enough. And I think a lot of that comes down to um, religion, actually. It's just a sure. way of growing it up. You're never good enough. You're born in sin. Sure. Um, you'll never attain it, but you can try, but you're always going to fail. Like it's, there's this weird thing. And, and I've seen that in the religion, but I've also seen that from my, my, my folks. Sure. Um, so that, that was a, that's something that I think is could be done a lot differently. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. I I find that, and I'm I'm kind of gonna go a little bit away from that. I, I find that uh, religion today is not the same. And I, again, I'm not religious at all. I'm just basing this off of what I see and what I think. I, I think religion today is very different than religion 50 years ago. I think religion 50 years ago was, you know, people were churchgoers every week, probably multiple times a week, whereas now... I think you're mixing it. Religion is the same, the culture. Y- correct. Yeah, you're, you're, you're right. You're right. Um, I think that the world could use more religious-type congregation, and I don't necessarily mean congregation in, in the religion sense, but getting together, right? Um, I think a lot of people are very, very disconnected these days with the struggles that people go through. And I think in our industries, talking about professions, we see a lot of people that struggle, right? I think there's a there's more of a divide now than there ever was between, you know, um, you know, the the lower class and the middle class and the upper class than there ever was. Because back in the day, you know, you had the church and you had the poor people, the middle people, the rich people all together. And now I just think that's totally different. And I think that that has molded society to be very negative towards each other. Lower caste class hates the upper class. The middle class hates both sides. You know, 
the upper class, well, they don't want to talk to them because they're not worth the time. Right. I think there's been this big difference that's uh, occurred. I, I wondered if, uh, as a culture, if we've become more um, self-absorbed, more oh, ab- absolutely, kind of man, yeah, totally. Because yeah. you're 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 alone, and you're you don't see anything but yourself and your immediate family. And of course, your immediate family is going to look very much like you. So anything that's different than that is going to look very bad. Yeah. And I think that religion historically has prevented a lot of that because you were forced to interact. Because one thing that I think is a good. Um, weird talking about myself but it's sure one thing that i think is a good feature of me yeah i think it's because of my upbringing and, and religion and things like that is i am um fairly aware that i don't need to be the one that always wins and that it's not always it's not always a perfect system there sure but i'm fine making uh, sometimes less money i'm fine going with uh, i'm fine doing something if i know this person's getting it sure uh, and I think that is a very good um, kind of lesson that is taught. You know, you care about other people. Um, Jesus says, love your neighbor like you love yourself. That is a, is a feature of it that I really enjoy. Um, but once you, I, I think with the downside of, of religion is the f- fake aspect of that. And I'm not saying I'm perfect at that. I'm not at all. Sure. But there's a fake aspect of appearances. And then uh, the amount of people that I know um, that I've, I've met, that I've gone to church with, or things like that. Sure. Which they are giving for appearance sake is the wrong thing. So then when you're starting to use religion as a status, yeah, that is when you lose me. So question for you then. Do you think it's better that for somebody to fake it and still do it or for somebody to not do it and be hateful potentially? I don't mean hateful in terms of people, but not doing the action. I think it depends. If you have somebody that really hates um, really hates like we're talking about Christianity. Christianity has a problem with gay people. I don't, I don't sure. know. It's not always the case. It's not a hundred percent, you know, in every denomination, but it's definitely a theme that you see. My chair uh, just uh, decided that it's going to lean back more. How do I fix it? This one? Oh, oh, nope. Push in, I think. Oh my god. Okay, okay, we're good. We're good. We're back in it. <laughs> okay, so some some religions. Um, have some issues with uh, homosexuality. Sure. Okay. I think um, a lot of religions do probably. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so in that case, it's uh, would you rather someone fake it? Um, I would rather someone, I think, in that situation fake it than being than being evil to someone uh, on the outward. Um, okay, so say, for example, if somebody hates uh, poor people, let's say, and, you know, a church is going to do fundraising to have a homeless shelter or a free meal every few weeks and that person donates just because they want to look like a good person but in the back they absolutely despise the whole idea of it personally i think that's better for them to fake it than it is for not because there still is a benefit i think so too because there's an actual right? benefit for somebody that needs it versus in the, the downside of of how they feel internally sure um yeah i i don't think it's cut and dry uh and i don't think 100 percent. i think everybody fakes it a little bit with what, sure. what they think is right and wrong and what they are open to saying on the outside. Um, but I do think there's a bit of a status thing, and, and, and it's not just religious, religion, but there's a status thing of who's the best um, that I, I have grown up witnessing. Sure. Um, and uh, In terms of religion or in terms of just in general? Of, of like how kind of holy you are, sure. how good of a person you are, money plays into it quite a bit, how much you can donate. Yeah, which is a funny sh- sign of wealth. Um, I, I went to a Bible camp, and I was kind of disliked for being um, not the most appropriate person. Occasionally, no, no, just not being their their token Christian boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I remember as a kid being so confused because I remember that my um, non Christian f- uh, friends um, and their families thought I was the best kid ever. Did you describe them as heathens? No, no. no okay. No. Just want to make sure. I still describe them as, as family. I'm close to them. Okay, that's good. Um, but I was family like, how is, it, how is it that these people think I'm the worst? Yeah. And this group thinks that I'm the best guy ever. Um, and it was a weird thing to judge somebody on. So in Christianity, you judge somebody on um, talking uh, like, uh, yeah, you like a girl. Sure. Um, there's some negative elements to that. In to liking a girl. Yeah. Because hmm. um, you're lusting and all this different stuff. 
Uh, and so how is this supposed to work, though? I, it's, I know it's a complicated beast. <laughs> um, but that's why, I, that's why when I went back to the first thing, where I think of a bare-bones Christianity versus sure. what thousands of years have turned into. Sure. Um, so when you look at that, I, they're like, oh, we don't like Dave because Dave keeps like wants to talk to my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> versus, uh, oh, Dave's a great guy. He doesn't steal. He's polite. He calls me Mr. Whatever last name. Um, outside of the church, so I was—I I remember as a kid, really. So, did you do pretty good out on the outside of the religious community? I did was fine in each because I didn't like nothing really affected me too much. But I do rem- remember thinking when you talk and when you go to the base thought of you're not good enough. Yeah. Um, I don't think growing up as a ten year old, getting in trouble because you're talking to a girl at a Bible camp, necessarily builds a good framework of what being a person should be because I was doing nothing wrong. I was exploring feelings. I was trying to figure out my life. There was a girl that I was connecting with. They don't actually know what I, what my intent was, but there was this quick shame factor, yeah, which makes you fake yourself. So then you're going and you're faking, sure, and not being a genuine person. And I think one of the differences between your family and my family is, I think, and I, I correct me if I'm wrong, I think that you are more genuine in front of your family than I am. Yeah. 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 I think that's because of religion for me. Yeah. Do you want to know what uh, my father told Robin the first uh, day? The first day uh, that uh, that uh, they met? What? Was uh, Moffats aren't known for their size. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think your parents would ever even think of uttering that type of sentence. No, my mom probably would have made them a cheesecake. Yeah. Brought him in, would have had formal wear out, and it would have been this big show. <laughs> yeah, not talking about dick size. Yeah. Yeah. And then some secreting, secret whispers after the fact of what they really thought. I, I got married, though, just so you and know. Some so we're good. Texting. Yeah. So though, that's the, but that's the thing that I think it, and then when you look at, uh, the reason why I think about it so much now is because I have children. And the values you want to impose on them. Yeah. Or at least I actually, teach them about it. Yeah. shouldn't say impose. Because um, I, I am religious, but I want to make yep. sure that my son as the value system that I think is important. So question for you. Uh, if your son wanted to not be religious, would you support that? I, yeah, I would support my son with anything. Sure. Um, but I, I, I would never stop um, expressing my, myself. No, absolutely. I wouldn't hide myself. Yeah, I would yeah, still offer, hey, do you want to come? I would still have conversations. Yeah, I think that... Uh, but you can't shame them. No, absolutely not. And I think that you... And again... I, I, I've got to the point in my, cause I don't want to say that I was raised where religion was bad, let's say. Um, so to preface my, 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 my upbringing, my father was an infantry in the military, participated in a lot of, uh, tours and missions and stuff like that. Got to see atrocious things. And, um, so his view on religion is, uh, is, you know, where was God during these atrocities, right? Um, So that's where his mindset comes from is, you know, when you see a pit of a, you know, 100 dead bodies in a pit and he's going, you know, where was God when this happened, right? Um, That's how I was raised. And so I don't want to say I had a very negative view of religions growing up, but certainly it wasn't butterflies and roses and we certainly were going to church every week, right? Yeah. I don't think it was butterflies and roses with me either, though. Yeah. Yeah. My grandfather was a minister and he was the sweetest man. He was the most accepting man. What I witnessed from him was just different than what I witnessed sometimes when I went to church myself. Sure. I remember um, I taught Sunday school when I was like 12. And I remember the minister came and just started getting mad at me going off about me using the wrong terminology. Yeah. I said something like born-again Christian, which was not it. Was apparently it was a Baptist term and not a United Church term. And it's all just bullshit. <laughs> It's just bullshit. Like yeah, I, have to, I, I can't pick a word that's descriptive that means like it, it means just, the same idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I remember as a twelve-year-old, just being that okay, going sure. Um, then my family stopped going to that church, and then we went to find another one. But the foolishness of that, like, yeah, it's, it, it's it, really that was not a thing of love. Yeah, for sure. And and and, and this it, is the thing is that I, I I feel like we're focusing a lot on the negatives of religion right now, but I I, I think that. As a as a non religious person, I think that the benefits of a religion far exceed the negatives of a religion because I think it definitely does instill a very good moral system that a parent doesn't intrinsically have to have within themselves to teach their children. Right? Um, you're taught to be good. You're taught to taught to be conscious about things. Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts about it. Right? Like so, we we um, 
like I find in my business, like I, I will not screw over my client. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know if that's a natural thing of me or if it was something that I've brought up in my in Well, my yeah, religion. but we've had this conversation a ton of times. I think it's very, very natural for people to think about themselves first. Yeah. I think that that happens more frequently um, than not. And I think it is more common for a regular consumer to get screwed over by whoever they're dealing with than not. Uh, and I know and I've witnessed you, uh, and I instill this in my own business, turn away business that, yeah, it'd be great for you, <laughs> but really screws over the client, right? Um, so, yeah. So those are, the, those are the type of values that I want to teach. Yeah. Um, but when you look at the good and the bad, it really just comes down to love and hate. When sure. you look at those two things, um, you just if you could teach the love component of the religion, it's fantastic. Sure. The, 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 um, I think it's about acceptance, right? I, 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 one of the big things that that I've always believed is that people can do whatever they want to do as long as it doesn't impose on the life of somebody else, yeah. right? So that doesn't mean you have to agree with everything. That doesn't mean you have to like everything. But if somebody wants to do something that in no way, shape, or form impacts your life, why can't you be happy for that person? I, I got an example, and I'm going to be kind of vague because these are people's lives. Sure. Um, but um, uh, a strong family and a church, um, very well-respected in it, always the people you looked up to. One of them had a, a kid um, that was gay. The church uh, turned on them, didn't want them coming around. The family kind of got out of it. Um, so when you're looking at the the things that bother me the most, and this one is just one that bothers me a lot. Um, when you're looking at just you know thinking that someone that who somebody loves matters, yeah, with religion and Jesus and all that stuff, it's just crazy. Um, but then the the amount of kind of hate hate for God that that person must have had because of this church, um, yeah, and then and then what could that church ever even do to undo that? <laughs> so, like. When you're looking at the actual value system of, um, I'm paraphrasing, this is a bad way of doing it, but Jesus said something like they would rather you be thrown in a river with a giant rock tied to you than ever uh, turn a child away from God. It, it, was a, it was a very strong message that you do not do anything to make a kid feel uncomfortable. And a kid or just anybody? They, he specifically said children. Okay, yeah. Because he said no one, can, no one can love God like a child can because they're so open-minded and full of love and, and, and not cynical yeah. like, like us are. Like yeah, we yeah, are. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then when you have something like that, that, that and then the, the community people just can't get past themselves to get past the way the world's changing, who people love, how people identify, or any of that type of stuff. Sure. That's the, that's the thing that scares me the most about my own children is this, what if my son or my daughter are gay yeah. and then their own church community turns on them? Because I would have one simple reaction. Yeah, you'd fucking I, lose it. I would. I would. Yeah. Turn on that church family quicker than anyone. You don't mess with my children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The chop rides would seem like nothing. Yeah. I, yeah. I would never do anything to make my kids feel, feel like they're not uh, And I'm keeping this supporting. one in. <laughs> so those are, the, those are the type of things that... Uh, and so you talked about cynicism there, right? As you, know, you get older, you start to become very cynical of, of, of things, and you start to you know, second-guess things, and you start to question everything. Where do you think that comes from? Um, I think it is a learned behavior more than anything. Yep. I think naturally I'm a dreamer. Yeah. Um, I'll do a quick example, and I hope this doesn't insult anyone. Um, sure. I'm, I'm trying to build a, a shop for, for my forge. I'm forging. I'm trying to build a shop. Yeah. I went into my woods. I cut down a tree. I brought the tree. I skinned it. And I was talking to uh, one of my closest friends today about it. And he just said, well, why don't you just build it at a lumber? You can use the wood as accent. It's probably not going to work to build it out of trees. That type of stuff. So you just look at that quick thing. He's not wrong. Uh, is what I'm doing um, prone to failure? Probably. Um, but what that is is there goes there goes from the positivity hits the negativity, and then you're like, who wins? Um, I want to see if I can build my forge building with my own forge nails and trees. Versus, it's probably not going to work. And then you go, you have to then try to make a decision there. So I think sometimes there's the 
you're not really given a fair shot to try and fail. Ah, so this is this is huge, right? Um, talking about like the power of positivity, right? Um, only pseudoscience, I believe in. Um, this whole idea of if you believe in something, uh, it will be significantly more likely to occur. And uh, if you have somebody that's quote unquote sick around you that that has a negative attitude, is going to seriously damper your ability to achieve what you want to achieve, right? Um, and that comes from Grant Cardone. He, he describes it that way. Um, but it's something as soon as I read his book, I was like, man, this is, this is huge. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that, I think that things clashing is not good. Yeah. And you need to have the positivity. There's another thing that, um, I don't know if this is religion or not, but I grew up with a huge positivity that I can just do whatever I want. Yeah, like, we I, both I, have. That. I could be, I could be anything. Yeah, I remember. I've said it before. My mom's like, "You can be an entrepreneur. You could do that. You Absolutely. could run a business. You can do it." Like, so that positivity of you can just do it was always huge. Um, so I always kind of had that air within my wings a little bit, um, but I don't think everyone has that, and I think that might explain why some people are afraid to take that shot. I, you know, I, 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 and this is going to sound maybe a little strange for people, but. I think that everybody in the world should be slightly cocky about who they are, right? Um, and I don't necessarily mean they have to be outwardly cocky. And I don't mean like the, the traditional sense of the word. I just mean in the sense that, you know, you have to think you're the best person. If you don't think you're the best person, then what are you doing? If you think you're the best person on what you're trying to accomplish, but you also have to realize your shortcomings every time. Yeah, but it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not about disregarding the shortcomings, right? It's about okay. I want to. I want to learn how to ski. Well, most people's original thoughts, oh, yeah, it's going to be really hard to learn how to ski. Oh, yeah, it's going to be really bad, you know. But if if their first thoughts are, yeah, I'm going to be the best skier in the world. I'm freaking awesome. I'm just going to keep getting better. You know, being that 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 just that that cocky of, of themselves, right? You might not even know how to ski. But it doesn't matter if you naturally have that thought about, yes, I'm going to do it. And the positivity, it's really the same thing as what you were just describing, right? Of, yeah, I'm going to do it. I think you're far more likely to succeed. You might not, to be very clear. Um, I think some of it is um, the fear of failure. Those people that don't take oh. the risks aren't going to have the, the fallout versus that person that says, I'm going to be the best skier and is horrible at it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but what's the worst case that happens? Yeah, I know, but I think yeah, but for yeah. some people, I think that's a big thing. The, sure. the the realization that they couldn't do it, that they're a failure. I think that's a big thing. Sure. I think it takes a lot of confidence that people don't necessarily have to be okay with being bad at something. Yeah. Um, I'm not very good at being bad at things. I'm pretty good with talking about it, um, but it's, it's, but it's, I'm it's very not, competitive. Yeah, but you're very competitive, and 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 you try, and you don't give up the first try. Like, that's the thing is that, you know, you might not be great, but the effort to become okay is fine. Like, you're a really, really shitty blacksmith, but you're putting a lot of time into it. That's a little bit of my father. <laughs> just see, my, my father does not. He will just do it. He's like, oh, we got to build something. He's like, all right, I'll be there. He yeah. doesn't ask questions. He doesn't say we can't do it. He just shows up. And you go to town. Yeah, we want the most impressive thing. One of the great bond experiences my dad and I ever had, we're building my barn, and there's this big rock. This yeah, yeah. rock had to be 300 pounds. I don't know. And, Did you uh, deadlift it? This big one. No, but we, it may, I don't know how heavy it was, but it was giant. And we had iron bars, and we kept lifting it. It was 20 pounds. Yeah, it was 20 pounds. <laughs> and we kept lifting it, putting rocks underneath it, lifting it, putting rocks in it. And we slowly lifted this rock until it was level on the ground, and then we rolled it down. Did it hit your house? Yeah, my house is gone. <laughs> uh, a big-ass rock. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my dad and I were so impressed with what humans could be capable of. Um, but but I... Hey, you know what? I just have to stop you here because th that is so true, man. What humans are capable of is amazing. So for any of you have, who haven't been to Halifax, okay, if there's two bridges, there's McDonald's Bridge and the McKay Bridge. When you're, there's two sides of the city, there's Halifax and Dartmouth that makes up the majority of HRM. Um, when you're coming from Dartmouth to Halifax on the McKay Bridge and you look out to the right... You can see almost a, it is, it's a man-made peninsula, essentially, a micro-peninsula inside of a peninsula. Uh, and every time I drive by it, I'm like, yeah, look at that man-made earth. And this is my unreligious version of me, right? So I'm like, yeah, this is fucking awesome. So anyway, 
I just needed to add that because I'm ADD and I'll forget. I'm just letting you know what it's like when people don't respond. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's okay. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I'm good. What are we talking about now? Uh, Give me a second. What do we got for time? We're we're at we're at fifty five minutes, man. Let's just fly through another topic. All righty. We have hobbies and favorite desserts: chocolate bars. What do you want to do? I was do desserts. Okay, sounds good. Strawberry rhubarb pie. That's your favorite. Yeah. Okay. I like different things for different things. The problem with pie is there's different levels of pie. There's no problems with pie. There's different levels of pie, especially apple. Yeah. There's this cheap apple taste when you know the apple came from a can yeah and it just does not taste sure like sweet mama clark's pie mm-hmm. my mom makes the best pie ever and her flaky homemade crust versus that store-bought i think i've crust. eaten your mom's apple pie that's what to call it your mummy i don't think yeah. <laughs> i don't think you would ever eat mommy's pie no no probably not i don't know if i would have let you no probably not but the uh but there's my mom's pie has ruined some pie for me Really? Yeah. That's okay, though. You get a store pot apple pie, and I'm there, and I'm like, uh, this is the apples are rubbery. You're totally right, though. Apple, it's true with strawberry rhubarb as well, right? If you get a wrong apple pie or a wrong strawberry rhubarb pie, it ruins the pie. You know what pie you can't do that with? Blueberry. That and pumpkin pie. Yeah. Well, my, I prefer a store-bought pumpkin pie over homemade. Yeah, of course. The, the store-bought one is what I think pumpkin pie tastes like. Yeah, absolutely. My mom never made it growing up, really. Yeah, yeah. Um. So that's the best. Yeah, pumpkin pie is the best. Agreed. Which, well, I, I wouldn't say it's the best, but it's certainly up there. Okay, it's not about the best pie. The best pie is my mom's apple pie. Yeah. The best store bought pie. I like apple pecan. Oh man, that's weird, man. You're weird. Yeah. You know what? Just to go on, I never had an open face pie. Or no, just a pecan pie. Let's my, do that. My whole life. You have never had a what? Like key lime, coconut cream, oh, shit, those are good any too. of those pies that don't have a crust I just on the top. Like pie. All right. I don't like the way you're looking at me when you say that. Yeah, man. You're talking about some real good pies. <laughs> <laughs> I had coconut cream at the fire station, and it was a game changer. I now love coconut cream pie, but it yeah. was just never an option. Okay. We were a top crust family. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. What about um, chocolate bars? It's your chocolate bar. Oh, this is tough. So I really like Reese, but historically it's always been arrow bars. But Reese is by far probably up there. I think my favorite is O. Henry. Oh, yeah, that's good. But I really like Caramel, too. Okay, Caramel is good. Fuck this. But I think O. Henry. Oh, fuck this. There's something about an O. Henry bar that I feel is health food because all the peanuts. Okay. It's like a protein bar. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah. What about uh, gas station treats? Mm. Like, you know, sometimes you see those, like, those little, you know, the baked goods that are pre packed, like, Joe Louis. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, you know what I really pie, like? I like really that. like uh, getting them from gas stations. Um, ice cream stick cones. Oh yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. What the what the fuck are they called? Hagen Dazs. No, it's not Hagen Dazs. Yeah. What, what are they called? Like the little ball ice royal cream? Royal something. Royal. Oh, a ball? Yeah, it's like a ball on the top. Oh, okay. Like yeah, I think it's royal something. Royal. Yeah, but what are they called? I honestly don't know. It's like a like a triangle cone. Yeah, it's a ball ball it's cone. It's got like the little ball cone. it's got like the little caramel on the bottom. No. Anybody that knows, please let me know because I'm drawing a blank. But uh yeah, seriously, those those actually ice cream just in general. It's so good. What about favorite uh type of chips? Uh I like I like Cheetos. I love Cheetos. I love everything about you Cheetos. You have the dust on your hands all the time. Yeah, you, you get just... to lick it off. No, I don't wipe it on my fucking pants. I lick it. You have to say lick it that way. <laughs> <laughs> lick it off. <laughs> yeah. Um, I uh, chips. Uh, I don't really eat chips. I know you don't really eat snacks. I'll dress probably. Mm, I'll dress is good too. Um, Ketchup. Actually, uh, my friend Logan bought these. Uh, it was like a barbecue flavor ringolo. Is when you I know had my Wolverine? second kid. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. The. Uh, Logan's like a retired Wolverine. Okay. Really retired Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, he bought me barbecue ringolos for my um and it was just because like sleep deprived with a new kid and I was eating these and it was just the best. I had uh ringolos the other day. Yeah. 
Yeah. It got me through that. Actually, the other day we found a receipt in uh, in my car yesterday. I bought Ringolos, plain Lay's chips, two bottles of Gatorade, and a Reese's Pieces cup. Yeah, at least you had those electrolytes to get you through <laughs> yeah. those chips. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was good. Okay, was good. so we uh, candy favorite candy. I don't really eat much candy, man. You still got to pick. I don't yeah. eat candy either. Mints. Oh, that's a good one. Like the little the little mints. Scotch mints. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Okay, so story time. My story sister in law Dave. Yeah, story time with Dave. Uh, story time. No, no, I need the. Burr, 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 that's what I need around mine. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I uh, my sister in law and uh, my brother in law, soon to be brother in law. I don't know. Um, they um, they got me this big like jumba uh, cooler. You know, like you could buy the big thermos mugs and like massive ones that would like last all day and hold like two liters got me that filled with these uh mints green ones or white ones white ones yeah always the white ones and um they thought it was going to take me months to eat all these mints i had them gone in a day and a half i was literally like farting mint mint. (laughs) (laughs) smelled delicious yeah yeah it was so good anyway uh they had a steam gift card at the bottom of it it was great yeah i think uh there's a thing called big league chew okay this pack of like uh, strips of gum. Mm. Um, I've liked that since I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember those uh, those like spin things where like the gum would like roll out of it, and you'd take break off little bites. Oh, um, uh, gum tape. Yeah. Uh, how was how about tape? Man, I don't know anything. Dude. It was tape though. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, it was. You good. know what? Who who are monsters? People that just ah, bit into it. Yeah, that was my friend McVicker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, monster. <laughs> you know what uh, is really good uh, that I don't think they have anymore. Um, I used to go to the store, and uh, you would get anywhere from one to five cent candy, depending on what year it was when I was growing up. Yeah, me and my me and my buddy McVicker, we grew up in the same street, and there was a petrol can down the street from us, and we used to walk down. We used to call it the corner store. Yeah, this has to be a throwback to whatever his parents called it. Sure, no one ever called it the gas station, the corner store. Um, so I always wondered who we got that from. Yeah. And anyway, we used to go to the corner store and we used to get five cent candies and, uh, it was the best. Oh, yeah. and, I, and I remember I was like probably 10 or 11 and there was a girl there that's probably 20 and she gave me free candy and I thought she had the biggest crush on me. <laughs> and now in hindsight, I was a little boy. Yeah. And, not and, have a crush and, on and here's me. the thing though, man, is that like being 10 or 11, so a nine, 10 year difference then is so much different than being 30 and 40. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's, it's, I think it's even different now than what it would be today for someone that's ten. Like you think of when I was ten, I left the house. There was no technology. Yeah, your parents didn't know if you were coming home. Yeah, but you still can't talk to people. So you think of interaction thing. I had to try to flirt with this cashier person at Petrocan at ten years old. Yeah. Versus now, I think people are, are are always talking on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever it is. I feel like the communication element of it is so nonstop. Do you have TikTok? Uh, no, I don't. I think technically I might because Derek made me. My buddy Derek had TikTok and he made me open one to see his TikTok. Okay. And then I deleted it because Robin, I needed uh, more space on my phone. Robin got TikTok and so we've been watching the hashtag uh, cats of TikTok, which is fucking hilarious. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't have a TikTok, but the other <laughs> night we fucking sat there from like nine fifteen to ten thirty, just watching. TikToks. It's late for you. It's yeah, it's already like an hour past my bedtime. I followed a hashtag by accident once. Yeah. I don't know how I did it, but it was hashtag Salt Bay. Okay, there's the guy that did this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I would never unfollow it because he does all these different videos. He will like cut the meat. My and my, my the problem stuff. with him, man, is that he <laughs> like he's great. Don't get me wrong, but he's so eccentric with his movements. He'll be like. He'll like pick up the piece of meat, like all gently, and then just be like, well, bam. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> right? And then he'll take out his knife and he'll be like all nice and slow. Well, bam. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? It's entertainment. Yeah, it is. It's, it's really good, man. We're talking about him right now. So. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't it's mean good. to follow that hashtag, but I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, we're an hour and four minutes into this. Hope my family doesn't listen to this podcast. Why? I really just talked about like my childhood and Christianity. That's good, though, man. We didn't say anything bad about it. Yeah, I think it's all right. There's realities behind everything, you know. It's uh, it's uh. See, there's the shame factor. That's what I'm experiencing right now. This is yeah. This is good. Yeah, this is it. Anyway, 
guys, I think, uh, and gals, if you're watching, uh, I think we're... No one's watching. No, you're right. No one's watching. Are we done? I'm going to be honest. I didn't even listen to our first <laughs> podcast. I made Robin listen to it. Did she like it? Yeah. She found the first one really funny. Yeah. So. She's finding it funny because she likes to make fun of us funny, or is it actually funny? Probably a little bit of both. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Anyway, guys, thanks very much for watching. We didn't get to nearly all the topics that we wanted to, uh, but that's okay. Remember to like and uh, subscribe and share all your thoughts about... Uh, On any way that you're listening to this. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, remember to check out the podcast. We'd be thrilled if you could just subscribe to the podcast. Even if you don't want to listen to it, it counts still as a download, which will mean that everybody else will share the podcast which means we can get out to more people also if anyone could ever tell us what they'd want us to talk about we think it would be hilarious to hear from someone yeah so please like we'll talk about anything yeah and, and i mean anything you put a topic we'll talk about it obviously with limits but yeah we don't want to ruin our careers yeah yeah dave did share what his dad said to robin the first time they met him so yeah yeah <laughs> it's true cheers everybody yeah Beers with Dave.